Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and today I'm going to continue my conversation with Lisa Lepke, the Chief Marketing Officer at ProWritingAid. For those of you just joining us today, let me give you a little recap. Previously, we touched upon her professional career and also discussed the growth story of ProWritingAid. Today, I want to talk to her about content creation and her ideation process. Let's get the conversation started. Lisa, what's your take on content creation and ideation? Do you think brands should invest more money in creating good content? Yeah, well, and the thing about about good content is that it just keeps giving, you know, compared to spending your money on advertising, where, you know, you get an impression and then your money's gone. One of our best performing blog pieces, I think it gets like maybe half a million visitors every month. And we wrote it four years ago and it probably cost us $200 and it's, it's generated like hundreds of thousands in, in license fees. And I just think that's, I just want more of those, as many of those as possible that just, they're like little, the little engine that could, they just keep chugging along and sending us more and more and more users. Yeah, you, you can't, once you find a good funnel of, you know, some content that you created, especially if you can dominate in Google for certain mm-hmm. terms, and a lot of times you don't even know, you know, you go write a piece of content and all of a sudden it starts getting, you know, you start looking at that because we, obviously from the SEO side of things, we, we're a little more strategic about the content we put out now, but seven or eight years ago, I was just writing to write because I knew there was an issue here or there was a problem here and we have to, you know, what's the solution for it? Because I was having an issue mm-hmm. finding it or we figured out the solution and I'm going to tell the whole world about it, or we didn't figure out the solution. Let me tell you what we did and what didn't work. So, you know, there was, there was both sides of that. And I think once you, you know, there's a, a few people that I've interviewed on the podcast that talk about, you know, these articles, these articles that they wrote, whatever, five, six years ago, and they index extremely well. And it, it's one of the number one generators of revenue for them, you know, and you yeah. just never know yeah, what yeah. those are. Some of those are intentional and you, cause you're going after keywords and some of them were just, I knew this was a pain point and we needed to talk about it. And so we did. And, and here we are. So well, and I, yeah, I feel like sometimes you don't even know. We wrote an article last year about whether to write Ms. Mr. or, or how, to, how you should address an email. And man, like hundreds of thousands of visitors come from that all the time. Who knew people were having trouble figuring out how to write their salutation at the top of an email? It's a thing. So- no, no, that, trust me, I know. Um, it, so how, I mean, I mean, how do you guys create that type of content? Is that something you guys just go, hey, we think this is an issue? Do you guys do more like SEO type stuff? You look at keyword phrases, like, is there any strategy there? Is it just kind of like, hey, we talk to the community, the community says we're having an issue here, and then we write content about it? Or what's the... What's, what's so, the- yeah, we've got a really good system that I don't know if anybody else does it. We just sort of invented it for ourselves. We've got a great team of freelancers. And we, because they're all writers, we use them to generate a lot of topics. And then we have a SEO guy who generates keywords. And so each month we've got a spreadsheet where we've, they put in their pitched titles um, of the, what they think is really interesting, what they wanna write about, what they, as writers in there. And some of them are business writers, some of them are you know teachers, some of them are, there's a, there's a good range. Um, and then our SEO guy gives us a list of keywords that he thinks will be, that we've got a possibility of, of ranking for. And then our editorial calendar puts together, or sorry, our content lead puts together an editorial calendar that includes some of their pitched pieces, which are often things that we never would have thought about, but they can write deep, really um, high quality pieces. And then they do one of our keyword ones. And so it's a real mix of, of writer generated content and content that's feeding into a keyword list. 
So it's a nice fusion. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, you know, and obviously you guys have, you know, probably some of the best writers, right? It's like, it doesn't get any better than a pool of 1.5 million users that you're like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they like writing or at least are into it. And so you guys have a, I mean, how much, how much content are you guys producing monthly? Um, we try and do uh, an article, a, an article a day. So we end up with somewhere around 30 articles a month. And then we have additional content around, we've got what's called the grammar guide on our website, which is just basic terms, writing terms, that sort of thing, just explanations for those. Um, so that's in on top of our 30 articles. Um, and then we've got some videos that we put out onto our, onto our YouTube channel. And all of our video and all of our writers have come from our community. Whenever we want to build out our pool of freelance writers, we just put it in our newsletter saying, Hey, if anybody wants to write anything, send us some, some of your writing samples. And, and then we've just pulled all these people that are, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. You have a pool of mm -hmm. people that you're like, these are the best writers in the world that listen to yeah. us. And if we need <laughs> them, we just send out the bat signal and everybody shows up. Exactly. And they all use the tool, you know, they're in our community already. So writing content, you know, around using our tool and make and showing how it's really practical and how they use it in their own, you know, career life as writers is, I mean, that's, that's gold. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. doesn't get any better than that for sure. So what other, do you guys have any other projects you guys are working on? I mean, this one sounds like the, 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 not the issue, but the good thing about it is it's, you guys have a phenomenal foundation of obviously of users. You guys are now putting more videos and adding it to, Hey, this is the issue that you're having here. This is, you know, so you can help educate yourself. The idea is, is eventually these writers might fly the coop and might fully know everything and be 100% great writers and have no issues, which is probably not realistic, but we'll, you know, we can talk about that. But is there any, any other, other projects you guys are working on that's kind of, or that either plays into what you guys currently have going on or something outside of that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've found that um, all of the trainings and all of the learning you know, the webinars that we've been doing have been so popular. And I think it's really something that, that, that writers really like and they want to build their skills. And so I think we're just going to do more of that. We're going to find more ways for writers to meet up online, maybe in person, but probably we want there to be more of a community where people can engage with each other and help each other and support each other and inspire each other and proof each other's work, you know, the practicalities as well. And so there's, we've got some ideas that are, that are in the pipeline around helping offer some free learning stuff and building more of a community where our, because we interact a lot with our users, but there's not as much opportunity as I would like for them to interact with each other. We've got a busy Facebook group where it's quite exciting. Somebody will ask something about pro writing aid and then 10 people will come to the rescue and just answer the question for us, that's, that's <laughs> which the best. is great. Yeah. yeah we just thought, doesn't... Oh, how can we do more of this? Yeah. Once you have a community built like that, like we've, we've built Facebook groups for clients in the past and it is the absolute best when you have a new feature or something coming out or, you know, somebody that, that has a question about something and you have somebody else in the community that's, that's answering them for you. You're like, we've made yeah. it. We finally, yeah, now well, we, I don't have to tell them what it is that somebody else is already doing it. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, somebody was really mad about something. I can't remember what it was the other day, but they, they sent a, a bit of a, 
jerky message on our Facebook group and like all of the other members were like, hey, quit it. These They're really nice guys. They're going to try and help you. The pro writing aid team's awesome. Don't be so mean to them. <laughs> we were like, oh, thanks guys. <laughs> but that's when you you built a great community, right? When people have your back like that. Like it's like great. You yeah. have a, somebody has a bad day and somebody writes something. But I think it's awesome that, that people are willing to put them in their place in a nice way, right? Of like not being hateful, but it's like, hey, well, hold on here. Like you're having a little bit of an issue and we're all here to support each other and maybe you're having yeah. a bad day i get it but don't take it out on lisa and the crew yeah, that's just not exactly. the way to do it we're come doing on. our best <laughs> i know come on are we supporting we give you a free tool for god's sakes what else do you yeah. want from us i mean yeah. facebook group this is all free folks doesn't get any better than that we're helping you yeah you, and i think people forget that sometimes that a lot of these things are just free a lot of people get really frustrated that we do have the second level that we ask people to pay for um and they they find that really no. They can't understand why that would happen, not realizing that we actually have, you know, 40 salaries to pay because there's all these people working to make it better. Yeah. Why would you guys need to make money? I'm so confused about that. <laughs> so you guys, you're not doing this out of the kindness of your heart. No? So you would have done this when you were in the Philippines for free. I, I would have, have done yeah. It. yeah. No salary I'm just that needed. kind of person. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> now, guess yeah. what? We have mortgages and we have families. I know. Shocker. Yeah. Who knew? I don't know if, if every one, if 1.5 million people just gave you $1, I mean, just think about that, right? I mean, that's, yeah. let's just talk about the numbers. I know. Or two. Two, how about $2? Let's <laughs> not be greedy. Let's greedy. go for three. No, no, why not? Let's say everybody needs to eat, right? I mean, you got a comedy show to go to tonight. I mean, no, I mean, we need drinks. We need to have the lobster. We need to live the good life. Exactly, um, exactly. So we've touched a little bit on like the, what the future holds for uh, providing aid. Like, is there anything... I know we talked about other languages. I, I think, honestly, from what you guys have created, I mean, I think obviously English being, you know, the, the probably the number one language in the world, um, or at least the most used language in the world. Um, is there anything else that, that we've missed in regards to like future fun stuff that you guys are going to be adding to it? Or is there anything that you can't tell us about that you could tell the whole world about? Or No, do you know, the, the thing that's really exciting now that we're a bit bigger and we've got a bit more to offer and you, you know when we when we say we've got an email list with 500,000 writers on it that that gets us into that gets us um, phone calls with people who are a bit more important that wouldn't have taken my calls three years ago and so we've got some really cool partnerships coming up we've just launched last week a new partnership with Wattpad which mm. has something like 60 million writers around the world are registered with Wattpad and so that's exciting. And there's, there's just, there's so many really interesting people in the writing community. And if we, if, when we come up with these partnerships where, you know, maybe we bundle up our services or maybe we sponsor, I mean, the thing that I really love sponsoring events for writers, there's all of these summits and there's the conference for nonfiction writers and there's the conference for English teachers and there's the conference for freelance writers and there's all kinds of things. And I, I I love sponsoring all of that sort of thing. I mean, some of it maybe, who knows if we get a return on investment. I think that's one of those things, you know, when we were talking about when you work for a big company that has to tick all of the boxes, it's hard to measure how much your profile grows just because you're doing all these little sorts of events or because you've showed up on Wattpad because you're sponsoring their, their, we're sponsoring their Wadis, which is the awards that they're doing. And all of those things are hard to, you know, compared to clicks to your website, it's harder to measure that. But I think it makes a massive difference for us in terms of getting us in front of the right people. Yeah. <coughs> and, 
and I think that's the key is that, it, that you don't have to make the decisions on, on money right away, right? It's like, hey, this is our audience. We know this is our audience. And because of the level that you guys are at now, the relationships you guys are building, it's like you guys, once again, you can, doors you knocked on three years ago that weren't answering. Now you're like, hey, this is what we're bringing to the table. And they go, wow, you guys are a legit platform. Like this is like, we need yeah. to have you guys somewhere. I think it's, it's nice to have that feeling because it's, you've been working so long to create it. You know, it takes a while. Yeah. And there's just so many people doing such cool things out there that it's, I love coming up with those sort of partnerships where, you know, they get access to our community and we get access to their community. And in the end, you know, we're not just trying to sell something to anybody. We're trying to offer some real value. Like with these webinars, we'll get somebody who's an expert to come in and do free training and it's free value for everybody in our community. And then, you know, they'll drop a link at the end to the course that they're offering or, do a walkthrough of their platform that they have or whatever. And that's really beneficial to everybody in our community and nobody has to buy it. They can just come and get the free stuff and, and disappear again. And then we do the same things for them and it doesn't cost anybody anything. And I think it's, that's been really powerful for us in terms of reaching new writers and finding, finding our community over the last five years. It sounds like strategic partnerships, right? That kind of sounds like the, yeah. the, the key to this is like, if they have the same, goals that you have of really helping people become better writers. And that's what you're looking for. And I think the webinars I've done, God, this last month, I don't know, it's kind of crazy because we talked about, I used to do a lot of speaking events and then all of a sudden people were like, oh, just start doing webinars. And I've done a lot of webinars in the past, but this last month, I think I've done like nine, nine or 10 <laughs> webinars, which is cr like crazy. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm just always presenting. But for me, it's, you know, because of the current, you know, the state of the world, I would say because of COVID and everything, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to get the word out sooner to help businesses and, you know, be able to get the information out there faster somehow, because, uh -huh. you know, it's just, it's just a difficult time with everything you got going on. So, um, okay, cool. So we, we know about you, Lisa, uh -huh. we know about pro writing aid, right? I feel, I feel like we're, we're doing solid there. So we're going to ask some of the hard questions. These are the ones that this is, you know, there's no timer or anything, but I will let you know that this is, these are some hard ones. Okay. And I just, just make sure you're ready. ready. I don't know if you need to stretch out or anything, or if you're good, I just, this I is, think this I'm is okay. I'm ready. Okay, you look ready. I didn't want to bring it up in this podcast, so nobody knows what she looks like, but she does look ready. I will, I will confirm <laughs> that right now. Um, if there was one place you could travel in the world for free that you could go, that when we'll say COVID-free, free and COVID-free. How about that? We'll just double okay. it up for you, which is it's no place in the world right now. But but anyway, let's say let's say it is. Let's say it's this fake place. Where would it be? Where would you? And I know you've done some traveling. You talked about Vietnam, you've Calgary, all the fun stuff. What? Where would yeah. you go? Well, so my son turned 10 this year and his whole life we've been telling him that we would do a 10 trip where he could choose anywhere in the world and we would build a trip around it and he could be the adventurer and we would make it happen. And so he turned 10 this year and he planned this whole trip to Thailand where we could go. He wanted to go to the north to go to the elephant sanctuaries and then mm. to go south to learn to scuba dive. And that was all planned in for 2020 and we were going to make it happen. And now it's all fallen apart. So if Aww. I go anywhere... I would go to Thailand with him, well, and with everybody in my family and, and make that happen. I've been to Thailand, Koh Samui and all that. Just beautiful. It's just fantastic. Talk about good food, great people. We had a, I went oh, out there with yeah. my dad and my brother. It was nothing but a good time. We had a good time out there. Well, so this is, and that's what you're doing for your son. Well, and it will happen here maybe well, in the next hopefully. year. Hopefully so. it might be his 11 trip or his 12 trip, but yeah. yeah. I am, this is going to be a weird question. I'm actually 45, but I am looking for new parents. If you guys are doing those kind of trips and stuff like that, I'm just saying it's, I'm a little old. I mean, I'm kind of like an old dog that nobody wants to adopt, but I'm letting you know that if you guys do want to take me on a trip, I do have some ideas. I have a whole list of well, 20 places. We've always been talking about, you know, it's really important to go on a 47 trip, you know, to celebrate your 47th. 
I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm glad that I feel now I feel more comfortable because at the beginning I was like, I have to ask her about adoption and where she would take me if I was to be adopted into the family. And I'll obviously have to talk to your husband. I know there's going to be a lot of details that we have to figure mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. but we can figure that outside of the podcast. Um, I'm sure we'll be okay. fine. But um, another thing is, so if you could, if you could get any superpower, like I'm any super, like my wife is a, like she wants to, she wants to move the elements. That's her thing. It's like, I want to be able to move water and do stuff. She watches a lot of sci-fi stuff. So she's mm-hmm. not, not out there. I wouldn't say out there, but she just likes to you know, do magical stuff, I guess. What would be your superpower? What was there any superpower? Would it be like? You- yeah. I mean, I can remember as a kid sitting in my room, staring at my stuffed animals, really trying to move them with my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so, and I still sometimes so try work. it, you know, just in case. Mm. Maybe I've developed some sort of power. So what's that called? Telekinesis? I think so. I just want yeah, to be able yeah. to move stuff with my brain. Yeah, why not? That's, that's not and too I, bad. I, th- I think I could fly if I had telekinesis because maybe I could move myself with tele. In, in my version of telekinesis, I can also move myself I mean, and it's in would, there with that. I would think you could kind of bundle it all up and maybe just kind of, yeah. I mean, if you can yeah. do anything with your brain, I'm assuming that you could make move yourself, yourself fly. I'm assuming you just have to convince yourself and do it. Well, let yeah. me know if, if that works. I mean, that was, I remember one time in okay. college, I think I had a stuffed animal that flew. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I was drinking. That's the reason why I thought it was fine. <laughs> it was, it was moving, but I was kind of, this room was spinning. Anyways, a whole different, another conversation, but all right, this is the, we have, this is our last question. So I like to ask everybody this, if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive, who would those three people be? And it can yeah, be anybody. This is a tricky one. So, <clears throat> so I thought my first one would be Toni Morrison because her book Beloved is like the one that knocked me over when I was a teenager. I just never read anything like it. And I just never knew that writing could be so powerful. And it just, it like put me on a course for reading and writing that I don't know if I would have been on otherwise. Yeah. So I'd put, I'd put her in there and she, she's died recently. So that's my, my mm, not a live version yeah um i think i would choose trevor noah because i can listen to him tell stories all day long and i love all of his stories about growing up in south africa and i love his take on the world and so and i think he would be a great dinner party guest for sure that guy is funny he, he is, is something funny, else right? he is yeah. funny he absolutely is and then my for my last one i would bring tina fey because she is this perfect mix of making things happen and not taking no for an answer and being hilarious. So yeah, those would be my three. I gotta be honest. I think I'd want to be at your table. I think that sounds yeah. like that would be a good night. Like you're, you're all about the That's comedy. A fun party, like, right? yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I should have said four so you could invite me. I did me. think that it should be, you know, like Winston Churchill or somewhere like that, but I don't know if I want to have dinner with Winston Churchill. I want to have I mean, a really fun dinner party. Yeah, let's have a good time. Let's have a good time. You're going to a comedy show. I mean, I couldn't imagine you exactly. want to Winston. Like you want to, you're already getting the vibe. Like I'd have Tina there. <laughs> Noah would be there. You know, we'd, yeah. we'd have a good time. That sounds good. I'm sure there'd be alcohol involved for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. So if anybody needed to get in contact with you or find any more information about pro writing aid, where, what's, where can we get the end uh, so our website is just prowritingaid.com. If you want to get in touch with me, send me an email. I'm just at lisa at prowritingaid.com. Easy peasy. Send me a message. I love chatting with people. That's awesome. That is awesome. Lisa, this was fun. I mean, I knew it was going to be fun. fun. I, I didn't know it was going to be this fun. I mean, I, I sometimes embrace <laughs> myself. And I, I knew in the beginning we started talking. I thought, this is going to be a good one, folks. This it is a good, good one. It was. It yeah. was. It was absolutely so thanks for having me. I've, I've had yeah. a really nice time. 
thank you so much for, for being a guest. I mean, we were excited about when you, when you said yes to it. So we're excited about this. So um, cool. Well, you guys, that was our episode with Lisa. You guys obviously reach out if you guys want more information about providing aid. You'll see down at the bottom, we'll have the uh, Lisa, maybe I don't know about Lisa's email address. Now you have to listen for that kind of stuff, but we'll give you uh, access to the website and everything like that. And Lisa, thank you so much again for being a guest. No problem. Thanks for having me. See you soon. Next week, we'll be back with another interesting guest and an engaging conversation. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast. Oh, 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 oh